welcome to Ear to the Sound, a show that explores sonic scenes, styles and subcultures through the work of music makers and audio artists. I'm your host, Richard Romney. When you hear the word quieto, what sound does it conjure up for you? Is it the early mid-tempo, bubblegum-infused pioneering sounds of Ndu, Arthur, Boomshaka, Trompis, Jackknife, and the like? Or is it maybe the later, early 2000s heavy-hitting sounds of Zola, Mendoza, and TKZ, more polished, but harder, even aggressive in tone and force? Is it the Durban sound that came later? of Professor and Big Naz to the faster tempos of Afro House. Maybe you recall the many women throughout Kwaito's history who helped shape and build the sound, such as the sorely missed queen Lebo Matosa and the many talented artists such as Tandisa Mazwai, Temba Siti, Chomi, Mshoza, Malaika, Abashante and many more. Or perhaps it's the latest sound of New Age Kwaito, pioneered by artists such as OK Malum Cool Cat, and probably best exemplified by another late, great, creative, Ricky Rick's Boss Zonke, and KO's game-changing Karakara. It wouldn't surprise me if I said the word Kwaito, and you thought to yourself, that was a great time for South African music. The official soundtrack to the new South Africa Popular music that would have been banned from the airwaves and relegated to the townships with the brutal, racist condemnation that white South African apartheid specialized in. It was the sound of freedom and a new kind of celebration for non-white South Africans. But you would also possibly think to yourself, that was the sound of South African freedom. And although it's still incredible when a DJ drops Alaska's accuse, Kwaito is not the sound of South Africa today. That would be Amapiano, a genre that pays tribute to Kwaito, but has its own identity, velocity, and longevity. You may even think, rest in peace, the beloved sound of the apartheid after party will never forget you. But Kwaito is far from a dead genre. It's music that is still shifting and moving along with a new generation of artists who envision not only what it is today, but what it can be in the future. The likes of Stiff Pup, Mix Blouse, Sub Zulu, and Just Jabber are creating new pathways for Kwaito alongside new ideas. Their music certainly throws back to what the genre was, but it is also a progression, an evolution of an art form that promises to be a part of South Africa's musical consciousness. Makalanjalo, is a performer and artist from Kailicha who released his debut single Tandizito last year. Produced by Insert Coins, it's a shining example of Kwaito's endurance and continued vibrancy. I managed to catch him while he was in Joburg recently as a part of the countrywide independent 99 tour and get his perspective on the genre and his debut release. Thank you. 
my journey into music is not quite the normal one i would say because i was more interested in sort of the visual aspect of music this is i take back to watching a uh, wu-tang uh, killer bees and just thinking like how were these guys able to get on those buildings and then seeing a tupac video the do for love video and thinking wow this is crazy and then seeing a tkz video locally which was the mambo Wiki video where they underneath the bed and having like this party underneath this bed they're all like mini sizes dj fresh makes a cameo there i think uh, bad boy t is also there yeah i have those memories of just seeing that and thinking wow this brings the song to life that video specifically was one of the first videos i saw and i thought oh my god in terms of like south african videos wow this is amazing and then the second video i saw from tkz was the Kalama panzola one which is when they're in the ring and they're just doing like a lot of crazy fly things and then over the years yeah i moved to my grandmother's house still listening to a lot of hip-hop a lot of house music and i remember seeing zambia and sawawa on for the first time on jam early and I was like, wow, these guys are like my age. I could possibly do this. Like, why am I not doing this? And I was like, the only thing that's really like hindering me is the fact that I'm not in Joburg. I'm in Cape Town. And I was like, if I was given the opportunity, I'd probably do it better than Mzambia or Msawawa. And then, yeah, like over the years, uh, we started our, our own collective, a friend of mine from the same sort of like township, Kailija. So we started a group called uh, Aggressively Progressive. And the idea was sort of like inspire the ones around us to think in a progressive manner but be really like aggressive about what they want in terms of just getting what they desire and that conversation sort of then led to us opening up a collective called Apeshit Youth which is a derivative from Aggressively Progressive I mean Apeshit Youth is just also still explains this sort of energy of like we always say we're not aggressive but we're aggressively progressive the idea is that we're not using violence to get to where we want to be we want to be these peaceful entities in the township and where we're from and sort of inspire like other people and make sure that they feel like oh we can do something different and not be judged for wanting to do something different because uh, coming from the township the traditional sort of like careers would be medicine or lawyer doctor something like that so it was like sort of foreign to a lot of people to think yo you could be an artist or you could paint or you could skate so we wanted to introduce that and Apeshit Youth then became that umbrella for us to sort of explore all these ideas. My personal journey sort of started when I came to Joburg. I met this guy called Tano Similan and he was playing me some music that he was working on. And personally, I've always had this thing of wanting to make South African music or South African dub or something that's South African, but something that's not necessarily mainstream or like just like people that already know. Tando was playing me these beats and I, I heard this beat from this guy called Not The Job that Tando was working on and I was like wow this is it I want to do something like this and I had heard like other artists that were sort of making similar sounds but that specific producer Not The Job I feel like he's the guy that made me feel like he understands the sound and then I went back to Cape Town I think um, early 2019 and I linked up with Insert because Insert he was working with Not The Job so I link up with him and I'm like, yo, dude, I'm trying to like actually do the Squatu thing. So Insert sends me a beat and this beat is what we now call Tanizindo. It's weird, like, because I hear a lot of artists say this, but it literally took me about 10, 15 minutes to write the first verse and it was done. I literally ran from my house to my friend's house who was making music before me. The guy that I was, I was speaking about earlier on, I was like, yo, dude, I wrote this thing and you're the best writer I know, I have to bounce this off you. And he's like, okay, cool. So I start just doing the flow, like, you know, team on the And he's like, yo, dude, just, just like, probably like 
four or five lines in. He's like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And like, why? He's like, no, dude. He had his face. It's like almost close to tears. And I was like, no, dude. The thing about you, what you don't understand is that you know how to put things in a simple way, but you're also telling a story while you're putting this thing in a very simple way. I took from that because like the whole idea of me writing Tandizi, you know, comes from wanting to write a song that I can impress my friends about, but at the same time make them feel like, yeah, that's definitely you. Like no one else can say that's like that's that's you. So when he gave me that reaction, like, no, bruh, I know exactly each person you're talking about and it's true and it's so authentic. That's when I got my confidence to say, okay, cool, I'm going to finish the rest of the song. That's how, like, I started making music. The first song I ever made was Tandy Zindo. I personally don't think anything is ever underground in this digital age. But I think what makes the song sort of feel like it's underground is the fact that not a lot of people are necessarily doing the sound. So now it feels foreign in a time where we're not dominated by that sound. At some point, we were dominated by that sound, and my brother was also like my biggest musical influence. He always told me everything works in a cycle, so there will be something that's first underground, and then it becomes commercial, and then people get tired of it, and then either it progresses to something else, or people just forget about it for a bit, but it will always come back to that thing, because everything is all interconnected. Listening to it's not necessarily the most promoted sound, but when people hear it, action is definitely something that people say like, oh shit. I didn't realize that I missed that or I needed that. So that's that's sort of like what motivates that the thinking of like, yo, this could actually work in terms of that sound. So the instrumental for Tandizin was produced by Instant Coins, right? And some of the stuff that I like about it is that it's got this elements of feeling like it's sort of out of this world, very um, spaced out sounds. So I like that, but more than anything, it's like the pop that it has, it's very different. It's not necessarily like your typical 90s Guaito pop, but it's not your typical hip-hop song. So it's somewhere in between where it's like, it could have been hip-hop, it could have been Guaito. It just has this sort of, and I can't even describe what exactly like instrument it is, but it's just got this pop that, you know, your head is just like, okay, it's just tacking in. You know, and it feels like you can have a conversation on it. So that's the the one thing I really loved about the beat. And if you think about a lot of like the South African music, there's a lot of like offbeat that happens with sort of the, the production, where it's not necessarily supposed to make sense, but it makes sense because it has its own rhythm. Even like the way we dance, South Africans, there's this. It's like is this guy dancing to the bass, or this guy dancing to the hats? So this is in between that feels so good, I can't explain it. Also, like, this is me just thinking off the top of my head, right? I think that genre, which is quite right, it sort of spoke to a youth that was sort of just coming into its own identity, right? Where we can go out and we can celebrate, we can dance and we can express ourselves through fashion, through dance. So the genre itself sort of still represents what I want to personally speak to, of which is like an expression that comes from freedom. We speak about the word freedom a lot, but my understanding of it is far beyond just believing that you're free, but actually living it and being an actual representation of it. And even like that whole us saying ape shit youth, it came from that wanting to rebel like and say, yo, we're tired. We're tired of, you know, waiting for somebody to try and change something for us. Let's do it ourselves, right? But if you think about now going back to the genre, Guaito, 
it's also comes from rebellion where DJs couldn't play these records or you know where they had they had to slow it down or you know finding a, a way to protest and I think I draw a lot of inspiration from wanting to rebel against something but also wanting to teach not just say I'm rebelling for the sake of rebelling let's teach let's get to the next level of thinking so that when whoever comes after us things differently so that we can do things a bit differently and all these things that we were maybe like mad at maybe the next generation will be able to like you know break down all these walls you know all these non-existent walls but they are actually existing i want to like have that thinking is like yo let's change the way people think and let's rebel but like also teach people and make people think a little bit differently about who they are and how they see themselves so that's why we speak in our own language we'll be singing in our own language or dancing in our own language so yeah and now here's Tandi Sinto by Makalanjalo you can find it on all streaming platforms here's the sharp picture the main source, milk and OT, sauce, Bamazi, Batum, or Ross. Grand Sharpus, Sandy's doing, but to shy quiet or call the disco pussy up a save a boy. Ya 
Tennessee, Tennessee, 